My name is Caleb Burley, and they're turning the friggin' frogs gay. My name is Sammy, and which which Link is the best Zelda? And this is Junk House. It's a psychobilly freakout! Welcome back, junkies, junk fans, junktacular people. Junkos. Uh, Junkos, junkticles. Is that anything? Is that something? Well, we had guesticles. Oh, that's true. Junk, I'm, I'm still proud of that joke. That's a good joke. That's definitely a very good joke. But <laughs> junk, junksters, we've said that before. Junksters, junk masters, junk like paulers, masters. Yeah, junk haulers. Well, no, I said you junk. Know? I said junk paulers. Oh, junk paulers. Yes. <laughs> I okay, that that could be like a whole topic in its own. It's not something I want to talk about, but like, how to name your fan? Yeah, the fan base. Because junkies is a good name, but I feel like it's taken by somebody. You know? Yeah, probably, and it just it associates itself directly with drugs. Yeah. So I don't know how many fans would want to be calling themselves yeah. that. Unless yeah. they were, we're house junkies. Anti- yeah. House junkies is That's eh, pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. Maybe maybe you guys are house junkies. I mean, if anything, I feel like all of the best like fan base names come from the fan base themselves. So yeah. we'll probably be calling them random stuff forever and until something happens and then they're like, okay. We're going to call ourselves the Poop Scoopers. Poop Scoop there you Boogie. Go. You know. Poop Scoop Boogie. I <laughs> Poop Scoop Boogie and take my heart with you. I, I've never actually heard that song. So I just, I'm, I'm going off of pure vibes right now. It's been a morning. It's anyway. Mor- <laughs> if, you, uh, if you didn't notice... We're, we're, there's, there's a one less person in the house today. It's true. Cordell is a busy bee. Busy, uh, busy as boy he, bee. As he always is. And, and so this week, it's just going to be me and Sammy. It's and I just think, us. I think, no, we've done an episode of Just Super that's me and you before. Yes. So this is not our first time alone on recording. Um, Truly, uh, it's our first time with not a lot of structure. With Junk House, yeah. we actually had there was research and a very structured layout of the episode. This is very just ooh yeah. amorphous. Which just super will come back. We're we're okay, good. actively talking about when we can you know start. Again, uh, but just with this summer, we were so busy, so busy, yeah. Probably after November, Caleb will be a lot more free, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, yeah, because right now, like this summer has been me, I have been traveling because it's one of those things of like when you're getting married, you want to meet each other's important people in your life you know yeah um 
But then, so traveling to do that, and then also we have a new dog who is in who is in the office with me right now. He is asleep over on his bed. He's an angel. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so listeners, if you hear squeaks of dog toys or scratches or something like that in the background, just know that it's an actual dog who's just you know a tiny eleven pound, you know angel who wants to play with his toys and just woke up a little bit uh, tell so him where his that... name comes from real quick yes so his name is wilder w-i-l-d-e-r because his hair sticks up in like every <laughs> direction possible when he gets very excited and it looks like gene wilder's hair from young frankenstein <laughs> And so we just fell in love with like the other names we had entertained were like Doc Brown from uh from Back to the Future because of yeah. how his hair is, uh, but there were lots of things. But he's just he's an adorable little dog that just loves attention, and so it's all a good time. And Olivia and I, uh, my fiance and I, are planning a wedding. Uh, so that's also a lot of stress. A lot, yeah. A lot, a lot. But you know who has a lot of stress? Oh boy. <laughs> All right. You, of course. What I'm bringing to the table this week is a stressful situation. Um, because we're going to be talking about Alex Jones. Because right now, as we're recording, he is in court for uh, basically like defamation and malicious slander and like so many other things. Um, and it's basically kind of like this is actually a really important case in the, yeah. the history of America because it's setting up how far can the First Amendment go. Yeah. Um, because, but in fact, just to start us off, Alex Jones, the day of the like opening of the trial showed up in a suit and tie and everything, you know, looking like you should when you go to court. Okay. Yeah. With a piece of duct tape over his mouth saying, save the first. Cool. So to a trial, to be clear, like you already said, was about it's about Sandy Hook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was saying it was a conspiracy right at the very beginning when it like was happening. So yeah, so like not not as it was happening. I don't believe the timeline of events are clear somewhere, but uh, I I don't know them off the top of my head. Basically, it was either as it was happening or very shortly after at least starting in, like, 2014 was when he started to gain notoriety. Yeah. Because his conspiracy theories are fuck the fuck wild. They're dropping... Um, they're, the the dropping chemtrails oh, are turning yeah. the frogs gay. Like, what the oh, hell? We will, we will be talking about that. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> he proposed the idea that Sandy Hook was a staged event and that no no kids actually died. These were all paid actors. And that the parents of the kids that died were being paid to be sad and act like, oh, my darling is gone. Disgusting. Disgusting. And like, how? 
real quick, how horrible do you have to be to believe that? Let alone to think of it. Yeah, really awful, terrible. And to also then spread that and tell other people that, that believe you, believe all of your crazy bullshit. Now, today, as we're recording, which is a Tuesday, he is actually defending himself and testifying today. So this is the big day. Previously, uh, other people that have worked with him and worked in the company that he worked, that he kind of runs, InfoWars, um, have been testifying. And all of it is bad. Um, including the person that actually started the reporting on it. Because Alex Jones, kind of like similar to like a news style show, has reporters that kind of bring in information that he throws to, he interviews, does that kind of stuff. Yeah. The reporter that was in charge of Sandy Hook and first threw out the idea, I don't even think these are real people. I think these are paid actors. In his defense of himself, did not ever say, I regret what I said. He said, I regret that I said it because it's made my life bad. <laughs> so, yeah, he just regretted. He, he regretted he regre- that he yeah. said it out loud and he didn't just keep it yes. in his head. He should have just kept it in his head <sighs> is basically what he's saying. Now, what, what the parents are suing Alex Jones for specifically is defamation, um, which... Just a fun fact for any of you listeners out there. If you can find a way to take someone to defamation court in England, do it. Because defamation is actually taken seriously in England. Uh, And the jury has been asking a lot of questions uh, to try and figure out if this actually goes into what is called unprotected defamation. Which is just like, you did this thing that you cannot do. Like, this is unprotected by law. There's a difference, like, protected defamation. Like, an example of that would be, like, if I talked about former president Donald Jackass Trump, that's that's protected defamation. He's fine. I'm not doing anything. But to insult someone's character directly or uh, to basically make baseless claims that they are absolutely lying and have like nothing to do with what's going on and like trump blew up pluto and yeah or like if i said like specifically if i had a platform like like i do right now like let's say for years in the future uh or who knows how time works um (laughs) junk house has hundreds of thousands of followers we get millions of downloads every week Mm -hmm. and then i say yeah no donald trump you know bombed syria and ruined everyone's life because he's a total dipshit and doesn't know anything he's doing i could be taken to defamation gotcha okay uh because i'm saying something that is intentionally not true uh he did bomb syria but he didn't do big bombs that ruined all of Syria, you know? Yes, yeah. It It is that level of pedanticness that you have to do for, you know, defamation suit specifically. Gotcha, okay. 
And this is, yeah, that's what it boils down to with the Alex Jones case is that uh, he's being sued for defamation for, for saying these people are paid actors and that their kids are not dead or that they never had kids even. Um, uh, why, why, why does that even have to be part of it? You also never had kids. They're all, everyone's actors. Yeah. Like, dude. And what, it, okay. It's disgusting. Um, so here are the, here are the critical errors that Alex Jones has made so far in the case. Okay. He's refusing to turn over evidence, uh, which makes him look more guilty because. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, he's refusing to hand over critical evidence. He's entirely refusing to answer questions from the jury that he doesn't want to answer. Uh, which oh, so he is answering you, questions, but not he is he's yeah, choosing he's just ones skipping to not questions. Yeah, he's just skipping questions. Cool. Um, and to the point, uh, where a lawyer, uh, Barry Covert, who is a lawyer out of Buffalo that specializes in the First Amendment, said the following quote. It's reasonable to presume that Jones and his team did not think they actually had a viable defense or else they probably actually would have complied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when yeah. someone who specializes in the First Amendment says they don't even think they have a defense, they probably don't have a defense. Yeah. When you come into court with tape over your mouth, you're not doing that because you have an amazing defense. <laughs> You're doing that because yeah. anything you say is going to get you in deeper shit. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's, it's disgusting. Um, so this case is ongoing, so we don't know the end of it. But the, just the fact that this dipshit is going to continue to make media and spread horrible <sighs> lies like this is just so frustrating. It's... <laughs> I've seen so many things like the you the words the Twitch streamer I watch Hassan has talked about like mm-hmm. he loves Alex Jones because of how ridiculous it is and like hate and and it's like there's no way he's not an actor is like Hassan's idea like Hassan is assuming that Alex is an actor and is like now too deep in it but has always is probably actually still right, but isn't as actually far right, alt right, as but is like trying to just feed that for whatever reason. It's kind of like initially after the 2016 election, my brain, like out of shock, I legitimately held a belief for months, months that Donald Trump ran as a Republican because he didn't think anyone would vote for him and he wanted Hillary to be president. Yeah. <laughs> like, I That's fully so believed wild. that for yeah. months. Because I was sitting there, I was like, there's no way he thought he could get it. There's no way. Like, like no, both of I, these people, Alex Jones and Donald Trump, they're just that weird. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, not. they're both absolute dipshits. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to look up what are Alex Jones top five conspiracy theories. Okay. And I just wanted to just throw them out there so we can talk about them. 
Okay, okay. I'm I'm very down for this. All right. This is uh the uh I I would say number five conspiracy theory. Okay. The government has weather weapons. Like a like a gun that can shoot say, clouds. Real quick, I want to hear what you think it is before uh before I read the quote that uh this idea comes from. Uh yeah, I think it would either be w- weapons that can like change the weather or weapons that control the weather to attack or like to make the weather worse in certain areas. Okay. In a 2013 uh, broadcast of InfoWars, the following was said. Of course, there's weather weapon stuff going on. We had floods in Texas 15 years ago, killed 30 something people in one night. Turns out it was the Air Force the whole time. So the government is killing specific people through weather. Um, I don't have much to say to that other than, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, yeah uh, thanks, Alex. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and the way that he thinks it works is through GPS. Like, uh, okay, okay. Like, if if the government doesn't want you there, they're gonna find your GPS. Which GPS is a government-run, true, yeah, entity uh, that Apple and Google get to use for free. Uh, and you know, other places get to use for free. Which uh, is dope. Which is which is very dope. The government actually does some good stuff. I'm, you know, I'm not completely anti-government. Yeah. So. Um, but we're also, it's also because of free speech, we're also allowed to talk about the things that are bad about this country, but even though it does do some good things. Yeah. The government does do some good things. Uh, but he thinks that, uh, they can use GPS to create and steer tornadoes, uh, to wipe out certain areas. And that's why tornadoes mostly happen in the Southeast, uh, (laughs) America, because that's heavy Republicans. Um, gotcha. Okay, because that, I mean that's not, the, yeah that's the whole idea is Republicans are victimized and Republicans are the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep, that's uh, that's basically what it is. Is he thinks that they're like targeting tornadoes to take out certain areas. Uh, I now live just outside of a city that had a major tornado that wiped out several blocks of the town. Uh, number one, you could not tell by driving through that part of town now. Like, it's totally fine. Yeah. But uh, this is actually the most blue part of the state. <laughs> like, we have Democratic leadership all over the place. Like. Trust me. Yeah, it, if it was attacking areas of Republicans, it missed. It missed big time. It needed to go like an hour east. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what the? Okay, Alex. Number four in the craziness, and uh, this is the one we're all excited about, chemicals in the water are turning friggin' frogs gay. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. 
it's it's so funny. So basically, uh, the whole conspiracy theory is that there was a gay bomb devised by the Pentagon, uh, and it is uh, basically encouraging heter or homosexuality in uh, frogs and children. And that's why there are so many more gay people now. Yeah. It's not that it's just more public now and that it's always been around forever and ever. Amen. Oh, yeah. Uh, but um, that's, uh, he claims to have government documents of the government wanting to encourage homosexuality in children. Uh, yeah, they claimed that yeah. on, uh, yeah, in 2010. Uh, chemically, yeah, of course. Uh, and in 2015 is when he made the notorious claim that we've all seen memefied a million times of they're putting chemicals in the water to turn the friggin' frogs gay. Uh, and in 2017, uh, and I'm going to do this in my best Alex Jones impression. Okay, I'm ready. The majority of frogs in most areas of the United States are now homosexual. Give that to me one more time. The majority of frogs in most areas of the United States are now homosexual. Okay, that's what I thought he said. Yep. Cool. Um, did he? How does he know this? <laughs> I did he talk to all the know, frogs? Did he? You ask know, them? but he, he. You know, it's so funny. He has no evidence. Um, it's like that's a conspiracy. <laughs> Yep. Okay, Alex, what is are you okay, man? I guess there's two more now, that are even wilder than that though, huh? Yep. Robert Mueller is a demon and a pedophile. Oh I like how pedophile was second. Yeah, implies, demon was first. Yeah. 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 Um that I I guess the CERN demons got into him. That's I guess so. <laughs> so if if you don't remember Robert Mueller, uh, he was in charge of the investigation of Donald Trump. He is also, fun fact, uh, because I don't think many people realize this, a staunch Republican. Like, Robert Mueller yeah. is in no way a Democrat. Yeah. Alex is kind of kind of panther-eating face party. Is that what is now, it? No. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> that was close, I guess. Yeah. Now, the other part of that conspiracy theory mm -hmm. is you, you have to understand that uh, in, in Alex Jones' eyes, all Democrats are demons and pedophiles. So, like, Robert Mueller is yeah. just kind of the tip of the thing. He accused John McCain of being the actual head of the Democratic National, like, convention. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then. Why, why McCain? Uh, because he was secretly a Democrat, according to Alex Jones, mm. uh, because he didn't like Trump, and so mm. therefore he couldn't be a Republican. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. And then uh, he, after referring to uh, the late, keep it, yeah, John McCain was dead by this point. So yeah. the late Senator John McCain, uh, referring to him as the real leader of the Democratic Party, uh, said of Mueller that Mueller was the literal swamp king creature come to kill America. Um, 
Then I'm going to read two. This is actual transcriptions from InfoBores. So, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to put like trigger warnings here. If you don't like to hear about demons or pedophilia, skip forward a few sec. Like, there, go to your podcatcher, okay? There's a little forward 15 seconds thing. Click that twice and you'll probably be good. Everyone's so scared of Mueller. They'd let Mueller rape kids in front of people, which he did. The word is he doesn't have sex with kids. He just controls it all. Can you imagine being a monster like that? This is a demon that I'll take down or die trying. So that's it. It's going to happen. We're going to walk out in the square politically at high noon, and he's going to find out whether he makes a move, man, makes the move first, and then it's going to happen. It's not a joke. It's not a game. It's the real word. Politically, you're going to get it, or I'm going to die trying, bitch. Now, some of that in there made no sense, uh, yeah. but that is word for word. Like, I did not. That may sound like, oh, Caleb goofed up and mixed up some words. No. Yeah. No, what? Okay. Alex, do you know what word salad is? I, he's got to. Oh, he has got God. to. Is he okay? Does he need to go no. to the mental hospital? Probably. He needs. Yeah, he probably does. Damn. Okay. What the? Okay. So, I mean, I don't even the, like the other guy he's talking about, but. Yeah, no, it's wild. Like. And he's already dead, right? This was about a already, uh, a already lated. So Jonathan. that whole spiel was about Robert was Mueller. Robert Mueller. Sorry, you're right. I don't like Mueller either, um, but. <laughs> I don't like Mueller either. Like <laughs> Mueller politically is a piece of garbage. Um, John McCain politically. There was like maybe two things in his whole entire political career that I kind of agreed on him with. And one was just the fact that he didn't like Trump. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, like if that's all I can agree on you with, we're in a pretty sad spot. Yeah. Ugh. Now, here's the other funny thing. He did threaten to fight Robert Mueller. Uh, Robert Mueller is a Marine. <laughs> Alex Jones has uh, supplements and protein powder and stuff. Oh, yeah. I Oh, no, trust me. I did, I did think about going deep into, like, the wolf semen or whatever the fuck he drinks in the morning to make him more hyper-virile, but, like... <laughs> yeah, that's not uh, as... That's just gross. That's not as fun yeah. to talk about. Um, The, the next one, which... Uh, I do, I do he this is the one he's on trial for is the Sandy Hook thing that's the number two crazy one um because uh a fun fact that not many people talk about is the fact that he also at one point accused the parents of being vampires um yeah that's that's what they really needed was yeah, to be called vampires yeah so he he has called it completely fake called them all crisis actors and uh, the title of the 2017 broadcast that he's being taken to court for is Sandy Hook Vampires Exposed. Um, just so much fun. Very, very cool. We like uh, it a lot, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 
the number one. This is the craziest conspiracy. In my opinion, this is the craziest conspiracy. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hillary Clinton is running a child sex ring out of a pizza parlor. Oh, this was Pizzagate shit, wasn't it? This was Pizzagate. Oh my God. I can't believe I even forgot about that. That, because cold pizza. Yes. Was a, there was like a whole thing about, uh, certain like words would mean like wanting to have sex with children and it was like cold pizza with pepperoni was one thing like there was all sorts of things like that you know where that started no 4chan because there's a lot of fucking child porn on 4chan so like that's where all of these rumors and all of these crazy shit started and 4chan if you don't know for Caleb or the just the uninitiated if there's like any if there's a lot of like weird like very shitty political things happening there might be some stuff that 4chan has done like Pepe the Frog that uh, him becoming a racist symbol was all 4chan a lot of stuff that Republicans talk about on like Republican news channels is from 4chan and they're like lies and conspiracy theories. There's all of these incredibly, incredibly shitty people on just this website that you can be anonymous for with everything you post. So they're just like, we're going to ruin everyone's lives because it's funny to us. (laughs) And they're very transphobic. They're very homophobic They're Well, they might not be. But all of their actions are very all of that and are like against <laughs> these specific people. It's very yeah. interesting and very shitty. I <laughs> I once was talking to somebody that I was potentially interested in dating with. And then when they said the words, yeah, I'm on 4chan a lot, I instantly cut it off. Delete contact. <laughs> Delete contact. We do not do it. Yeah, but... uh. To sum it up, basically, there was this kid-friendly DC pizzeria um, called Comet Ping Pong. I don't know if it's still there, Um, but basically, this guy named Edgar Madison Welch was this investigator who was like, uh, he basically tried to shoot into Comet Ping Pong and did a shooting there, Um, and... uh, Basically, he thought there was a demon sex ring in there, and then he was arrested. And so then Alex Jones picked up on that and thought, well, obviously that means there's a demonic sex cult being run out of Comet Ping Pong (laughs) in Washington, D.C. Out of all of the pizzeria names as well. Comet Ping Pong. Pong. There's demons in the Comet Ping Pong. There's demons. Um... (sighs) And basically, then he claimed that there are clues in all of those infamous uh, Hillary Clinton emails that Republicans love to talk about. And it eventually got so bad that um, Alex Jones did have to apologize to the owners of Comet Ping Pong. Okay, but and he actually did it? He did. He said, I want our viewers and listeners to know that we regret any negative impact our commentaries have made on Comet Ping Pong owner James Oliphantus. Okay. 
uh, comment ping pong or its employees. We apologize to the extent our commentaries should be considered as negative statements about Mr. Alafonsis or comment ping pong. And we hope that anyone else involved in commenting on Pizzagate will do the same thing. Here is the problem with the Pizzagate conspiracy theory. Yeah. And why I think it is the craziest. You can directly trace a lot of what's going on uh, of the craziness that the alt-right is doing to Alex Jones conspiracy theories as the like final spark that was needed to ignite it. Uh, and I think Pizzagate is one of the big ones because in the rise of Pizzagate, QAnon became popular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, that's where all of the uh, vampire, pedophile vampires started was kind of Pizzagate, right? That it, it transformed yeah, yep. into Q. Yeah. It transformed into QAnon after that. It, Obviously, this is ridiculous. It's disgusting and ridiculous and shit and poop and bad. And I normally try to bring like more fun, lighthearted stuff as a topic to the show. But this one caught my attention. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to diss on Alex Jones yeah, for 30 minutes. Yeah, he fucking sucks. So uh, from Junkhouse to Alex Jones. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Well, I guess to move away from that, we're doing another segment that I haven't done in a while. We Ooh. read reviews and they're really bad now. Guess the movie. I still need to make a yes. song for that. Um, so I have two options. Okay. So we're going to flip a coin and you're going to pick heads or tails. All I right. I don't know why we're doing it that way. but Head. Okay. Okay, then we're doing this movie. This is the review. It's a half-star review uh, written by Marando. Be born and gaslighted by your family that you have to have good magic to be loved. And if you don't have magic, you'll end up being treated like shit. Is this Harry Potter? It is not. Okay, um... Because I'm trying to think of like movies that have to do with like good magic versus bad magic. And obviously that was what I thought of was like the whole like, oh, muggle versus wizard and whatever. Um, yeah. Here, I have another little one that yeah. does add a small hint. Okay. Half star by uh, a name I can't pronounce because I'm an asshole. Never wanted to die more in my life than when I was watching this. Too much singing. Like, just shut up. Too much singing. Bad magic. Oh! Oh! Uh, ding, 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 okay, ding. Caleb, is this Encanto? This is Encanto! Uh, I really love this movie. It's an incredible movie. This is the it's other so one. so good! Uh, let me read you this other review, just because it's ridiculous for the other movie. Um, and I'll just read it and tell you, but I want, I want to read it to you and then tell you, I want to present it to you. I hate okay. this. The style of animation they went with annoyed me. And because it went by so fast, I couldn't tell what I was looking at. The soundtrack was terrible. It made me want to mute my TV and just look at the bad images, which I didn't want to do anyway. 
No one brought anything when it came to, vo- to voicing. They were just all so bland and tasteless. The, then the story wasn't great, and the villain's head was too small for the rest of him. He should have had multiple heart failures throughout. It's probably just because it's an animated film, but then why, why do you make every other single character look like they're an actual person? I can see the appeal this has, but it didn't work at all for me. <laughs> do you want to guess? Oh or do you want me to just gosh. tell you? Uh, it's probably because animated the character has. Is this Despicable Me? It is not. This was also reviewed by Matthew Pym, who's a pro on here. It's a half-star review for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> no! <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep, the like animation that was groundbreaking and one of my favorite animation styles <laughs> I've seen in a long yeah. time. The only animation style ever to actually look like a comic book and a killer movie at the same time. Yep. <laughs> so, Jesus. shout out that guy, he's a dumbass. Okay, but now we're going to get into my topic, which happens to be... We, I just, I didn't, behind the base, behinding baseball, we're going, we're going to go behind the scenes. I Mm -hmm. couldn't think of what to talk about. And I was like, I know Caleb likes Zelda and I like Zelda. So we're going to rank every Zelda game. Um, Yes. We have a, we're only going to do S to D, D being the lowest. I don't think anything will really be in D for me personally, but we're just, Uh, there may be one or two. Okay, well, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. But okay, so I guess we'll just start where it all began. Just the original Legend of Zelda. Okay, the OG Legend of Zelda, I think, is equal parts dated in how it looks, but also incredibly timeless and beautiful. Um, I agree. I was actually just, I was playing it the other day, actually. Um... I would put this as a solid A tier because without Legend of Zelda, obviously we don't have the Zelda franchise. We also don't have uh, any Souls-like games because Dark Souls was based off of Legend of Zelda, the original, and how hard that was in comparison to everything. Yeah. Um, the first Zelda, like you didn't even start out with a sword and like they didn't tell you what to do. You're just like, okay, cool. It's like an I'm actual here. adventure, which is... Why I like playing it, I don't think I've ever actually completely beaten it, but I've played a significant amount of it, and it's really fun. I've I've beaten it. It is incredibly hard as yeah. someone who is not good at video games uh, <laughs> entirely. Do you know why Link's name is Link? And originally, it comes from this. It was originally it wasn't going to be. It was going to be like a time travel thing. And it was going to be like going back and forth between the future and the past. And like the treasures of the past in the past were like future items. And he was the link between the time zones, timelands. Yes. There's also another reason, though. The creator of uh, The Legend of Zelda openly says that Link is based off of him as a kid. And like how he wanted to go on adventures. And this is like how his childhood self imagined playing in the yard was essentially and so the link was not only a link to the creator to his childhood it is a link between the player and the game world that's really cool okay yeah okay 
Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but we'll move on. These aren't in any specific order, by the way. They're just, mm-hmm. we're on the tier website, tier maker website. And this is just the order they presented us. So the next one is linked to the past. S tier. S tier. Instantly. Yeah, I'm, I would this say S tier f- as well. This is like either my favorite or my second favorite Legend of Zelda game. It is very good. Adore it. I don't. I. I don't know where I would put it. In I would. I think I would put it atop of A, but I think I also S is fair. But I don't know where I would put it in my top ten. Um, I haven't. Again, another one I haven't like fully beaten, but I've played a significant amount of. I. I think. This, this is honestly, if people are trying to get into 2D Zelda, this is the one I tell them to play. Yes. Have you played the remake of it? That was on, was it on like, uh, was it on Switch or was it on? Uh, I believe there was a Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening is what I was thinking. Remake of. on Switch. There's a, but there is a remake for Link to the Past. I'm pretty sure I thought. There may have been on game boy i I think it was game boy now that i'm looking there is also like now they have the whole um like virtual console virtual console thank you so you can do yeah you can play with that but whatever i whatever not much more to say for me other than that's a great game incredible incredible did you ever play zelda 2 I did. It's a C. It, yeah. Honestly. It's um, it's interesting. There, it was it it's fine. There's no real the the downfall is the saving system sucks. Mm-hmm. And so if you die and you didn't save exactly right, you start the game over and that is some dog BS. shit. Yeah. I it made me very upset. How about Link's Awakening though? I I would put this below. It's an interesting one. I, I might would put this either B or below Zelda, uh, the original Zelda in A. I think I think below OG Zelda in A is a good one. Uh, is a good placement for it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say about this one. Me neither. It's 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 a fun Zelda game. Yeah end of story like <laughs> yeah you know? now the next two in my mind are inherently linked it's the the four sword games one for the one for the gamecube and the one for the game boy okay uh yeah they're definitely inherently linked so wherever we put them we have to put the other one i think so i would put this one just for my memories in b or and again in the bottom of a I think I think B is a better placement because the fact that to make it a very good game and a very good experience, you had to have other people yes. to play with. Uh, yeah, made it very frustrating for me who did not have people to play video games. <laughs> yeah, same, same. But now we get now we're getting to some. Uh, well, we'll we'll do this in a different order so we can get to some of the big ones later because we can get. Yeah, there's the other there's the other four swords the like try. I guess it was only three, though, but it was like the Triforce heroes, the Zelda Triforce heroes. Yeah, it was. It's OK. I would probably um, put it top of C. 
top of C, yeah. I would agree with that. Um, another two, um, or well, sorry, did you have anything else to say about? I was going to say, it's just like any game that you have to rely on multiplayer to be fun is instantly knocked down for me. Yeah, unless it's like in, in these single player games. Because Zelda is yeah. a single player game. I was about to say, because yeah. they're online multiplayer, but that's like, of course. Oh, yeah, fun. yeah, no. But I, like if a game like other than like party games or games that are like designed from the get go to be um to be multiplayer don't do don't don't try it, it yeah it's, don't it, yeah, it, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, now we got two more that are linked okay did you see what i did hey. there um zelda seasons legend of zelda seasons and legends of zelda ages i think oh they had oracle fuller. of seasons oracle, oracle of you. ages yeah, Oracle of Seasons, Oracle of Ages, did not like them. Uh, like, the, these are the two that when I saw them, <laughs> I, I thought these might be D tier. Okay, I'm honestly down to, I don't, re- they are very forgettable. I don't even remember much of playing them. I think I had I think seasons. originally, I think originally they were for the Famicom. Yeah, that um, makes sense honestly and and so they just didn't translate well and it just never really there has not been a a way to play them that i enjoyed yes that is yeah (laughs) that's a very that's probably the nicest way to say it yeah like (laughs) i'm sure they're great games when when you give them the proper context i just don't like them yeah now this next one Minish Cap. I'm thinking bottom of A, top of B. I. Fun fact. Lower. About, uh, no, higher. Yeah, honestly. Oh. This is the. I, it, way back in the day, I had an Android phone. That okay. I had my friend. Like do something to so I could download a Game Boy emulator. Just so I could play Minish Cap. Okay, hell yeah. I adore this game. It is consistently in my top five Zeldas. It is, I I would put it top of A or lower S. Okay. Um, I would put, I'll put it top of A for you. Okay. I don't think it's, I don't think it's S. Okay. Now, we got the two DS games. We'll start with Phantom Hourglass. I thought Phantom Hourglass had a very fun mechanic, honestly. I would honestly put this above Link's Awakening in A. Interesting. I have a lot of really good memories of playing this game. I'm kind of neutral towards it, so I I, I am fine with that placement. Okay. Um, the only thing I remember about this game is thinking that it was very repetitive, but like I cannot fault it for that because it was well done. It was a, it it was fun. I don't know. It's not like a perfect game, and I might put it if I played it today. I might put it lower, but I have a lot of really good memories of playing that. Absolutely. How about another one that's kind of connected to that? 
Spirit Tracks. Ah, the Locomo Sword, one of the games without a Master Sword. Um, I would put it in solid B tier. It's a fun game. Top it's of B tier. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely above. Like definitely four above uh, four swords. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Oof a doof. That's a great game as well. I didn't play it as much as I did Phantom Hourglass though. So that was my big thing. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. It's it's a good game. It's not great. Yeah. Now, a link between worlds. I am thinking bottom S, top of A. I really like this game. I so this was I I hmm, I would I would put this top of A top of A okay. I, top of A I'm definitely okay with um incredible game it takes the core elements of a uh, link between oh, sorry link to the past makes them a little bit better makes them more fun yeah um, the the elm the blending into art and going 2D and 3D especially on the 3ds was incredible dope i still have my 3ds and i still have this game and i might play it again a little bit later today now that we're talking about it (laughs) olivia has an old 3ds and a charger and i'm thinking about uh running through some games we'll do it but now we're getting to the big ones the big ones everybody's been waiting for Oh gosh, this is going to be hard. This is where some of my spiciest takes are going to come. This is where they should come. Uh, Ocarina of Time. My spiciest Zelda take to date. It's not that good. People are just nostalgic. I did not play this game until I was like an adult. And Fair, yeah. it fell victim to the worst of the N64, which was a killer console. Yeah. But the camera controls were absolute dog shit. True. Awful. Uh, the fights were forgettable or very easy. It was made for kids. Yeah. And while that is what Zelda, like Legend of Zelda is supposed to be on its core, some of the other games, even that came out before and after this one, were so much cooler and so much harder. (laughs) This game is a B tier for me, honestly. I was going to put it top of B. My big thing is, it's, I, you, you said the, um, the, it's for kids. I played this the first time when I was a kid. So I yeah. remember all of these really cool moments of like fighting the the d- 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 dongo in the caves in the in the yeah. volcano and like jump the whole fight with Ganondorf at the end. I didn't remember any of it being super hard. There was definitely stuff I couldn't do, but I get yeah. I was actually going to ask since you've played this um when you were you know, a kid. What like what is the experience of playing that as a kid versus like when I played this as an adult, 
I'm not good at video games, and I found this game incredibly easy. Yeah, the I guess it's like it definitely was just most of the puzzles were just like me as a kid brain. That was like the hardest part. We're just random puzzles as a kid. But like the biggest thing was it was just felt more of like an adventure. I guess when you're younger, you haven't experienced as much. So it's easier to like get into a game and like fully let your imagination run wild and like just be in the game. Cause like I remember going the first time you go to the Hyrule Castle, like I remember being so yeah. scared that the guards were gonna catch me and I'd be like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. And, like it's just <laughs> it wasn't hard, but I it love was, that. It was scary because you were I was more invested, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and I think there are still elements of it that are, like, really well done and really incredible, um, which is why it's a solid B tier. Like, yeah. I think without the really cool moments and without, like, some of those puzzles are really well done. And even, like, the first time I played it, the plot twist of, like, Ganon tricked you into gathering these gems for him. Yeah. You know, like, that got Ganon me won. as a kid. <laughs> Like Ganon won, like ah, uh, like that got me as like even as an adult. So that's why it's a B tier yeah. for me, you know, top of B. But now next one, I don't know how you're gonna feel about this. I put Majora's Mask above Phantom Hourglass in A. I think it took some of the things of Ocarina of Time that probably made it worse and made it more interesting they stylized stuff more and the whole like three day concept is very interesting and like having to time travel back constantly yeah. is cool to me i i think it is incredible i think it is a very well done very clever game with a cool story uh yeah the three days to do everything vibe and mechanic is incredible to play the masks are so dope as well Ch actively transforming into different things did you ever get the fierce god mask? fierce deity i did not the fierce deity i have had one playthrough where i've went to get it and that makes the final boss a joke <laughs> i have heard that but i have <laughs> i haven't had it so <laughs> it is incredible definitely because it's on switch online yeah if you have switch online plus uh in the n64 one it's on there do a playthrough to get the fierce deity mask because it is like it's worth it you want to feel powerful play with that hell it yeah. is insane i definitely i was planning on probably playing through ocarina and majora's on my switch at some point yeah i i think it might be even a fun a fun stream uh that's a good um, idea um but yeah I, I i think it's incredible i think that's a really solid placement okay uh, i don't disagree with you perfect so next one's uh wind waker where i i would say i only played the remake okay i've played the original and the remake okay so um the remake is very faithful. Uh, it does make a few small changes. Uh, that made it easier, right? A lot easier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or I guess not easier, original... but more, less tedious, right? 
Is that more yeah, accurate? Yeah, because the original gathering of the Triforce pieces was like several hours investment. Yeah, it was not that um, much on the remake. <laughs> yeah, the remake, I think you had to gather three pieces. The original, yeah. I think you had to gather either seven or ten, and I can't remember which. God damn. Uh-uh. And so you were sinking time into it. <laughs> but the story of this game is incredible. Um, I have a dear friend, um, who you'll get to meet at my wedding, um, who does not play video games. It's not his thing. Fair. Except Legend of Zelda Wind Waker (laughs) is the only video game he's played. I I'm pretty sure from what he said. I love that. And is his favorite story of all time. It is a really cool story. Like reincarnation type shit, and there's like stuff yeah. underneath the sea, and like the where all the history of it came from. It is incredible. I this is S tier for me. Wind Waker is one of the S tier games. I would put it above Link to the Past personally. I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that, especially the remake because oh, it also looks yeah. incredible. Yeah, the remake is gorgeous. Uh, I I remember like this is just like Zelda historian coming in. Yeah. Um, when this game came out, people were upset because yeah. the uh, GameCube graphics demo for Legend of Zelda was much more in the vein of Twilight Princess, and so when it was cel shaded and cartoony, people were pissed. Yeah. Off. Like, but where's my so realistic good. Zelda? What the fuck? Where's my realistic Zelda? What am I supposed to do now? How am I supposed to finish? Anyway. Speaking of realistic Zelda, though, the next one we got is Twilight Princess. And I, I'm going to put this on record. Twilight Princess is my favorite Zelda game. Breath of the Wild is a close second because Breath of the Wild is amazing. But... Twilight Princess, do just with all of the flavor of the story being really dark and like transforming into a wolf, a lot of people mm-hmm. really hated Twilight Princess. I really liked it. Here is my hot take again. Thing. Mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda Twilight. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess was the first Zelda game I ever played. Okay. So part of this is nostalgia, but Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess is the greatest Legend of Zelda game to have ever been made. It is the darkness of Majora's Mask, the terror of like, I'm sorry, I got, I still sometimes have nightmares about the ice temple in this game. Oh my God. <laughs> First of all, fuck that shit. <laughs> fuck that shit. There was one puzzle in there that I remember just like getting so frustrated by every time. It was the one where you had to like push ice blocks around to try to get them to hit certain oh, buttons. Oh yes. Oh my god. I was so I was so frustrated by that. <laughs> and like I adore this game. Fuck that puzzle. Fuck that puzzle. Um incredible game. But but None of the puzzles that were frustrating were so frustrating that you quit. 
They yes. were frustrating enough that you kept punching the wall until it <laughs> broke. Yes. Um, exactly. And that is incredibly hard to do. Um, I love this game. It is. I, there is, I could gush for hours about. Yeah. That, so we probably only got 10 more minutes, but we'll have an episode. We need to have just an episode where we just talk about Twilight Princess. Our stream. Oh, we'll just yeah. stream Twilight Princess since it is clearly both of our favorite Zeldas. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yes. But we got okay. two more. One of them I've never played. Okay. Oh. Skyward Sword. That's the one I haven't played. Okay. I, I've played the remake and I have played the original. Um, okay. The original is so much better than the remake. Really? I okay. Hate, I hate the remake. Uh, the controls on the remake are bad. Um, and I, I, here's the thing. I actively disliked the remake so much that I sold it back to GameStop. Ooh, okay, that's a, that, yeah. And just because I hate controls, and controls are a big thing for me, the story of this game is incredible. Um, it, if you want to enjoy this game, it is best done by watching a playthrough of it. Okay. Um, what, like, go find a streamer you really like and watch a playthrough. This is a solid B tier just under Ocarina of Time. Okay. Fair. I would say. Okay. And I guess we're at our last one then, because I had nothing. I had a, I, the only things I know about Breath of the Wild were from Ego Raptors video forever ago or An Aaron Hansen from Game Grumps. Yeah. Uh, his playthrough is really good. His playthrough is really good. Okay. But, Hell yeah. I was yeah. wondering if, it, like, the Game Grumps playing through it is really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like the I like watching the game grumps, uh, and I like I watching it. their playthroughs a lot. I'll probably yeah. watch that one then, honestly, because I do like I I I think they're I think they're funny. I get mad at Aaron because sometimes it's the classic thing of like I see this because I'm not playing and you you don't. Yeah, but oh yeah, backseat gaming is real. But last one, I think I already know where this is going. I would put the S tier directly under Twilight. Twilight Princess. That's what I was Is feeling. We, that's what I was feeling. Yeah. It's definitely the second best Zelda game ever for me. Yeah. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is incredible. Um, the first time I booted up the game, I instantly died when I was walking <laughs> out into Hyrule because my uh, Switch at the time had such bad drift that I could not stop Link from walking forward right off that cliff. <laughs> well, thank you, Nintendo. Thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> um, but no, I adore that game. It's so good. Um, I, I am incredibly excited for Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Yes, true. Uh, which we, we should be getting news about soon. Hopefully. Um, all I know, if this is a little bit of speculation, is that they release, they did, a, usually when they do a re-release of a game, yeah, uh, like a remaster, the next Zelda game is going to somehow be influenced by that game. Okay, true. So they did a remaster of Wind Waker, Breath of the Wild, where we had, you know, a giant open sprawling map that we had never had before. Yeah. You can go anywhere. Breath of the Wild, that was the whole conceit of the game. Yeah. Um, 
the last remaster they did was Skyward Sword. The, I, I have a feeling that Breath of the Wild 2 is somehow going to be influenced by Skyward Sword. Okay. Um, I, I have no proof of this. Um, but it sounds that, dope. that is my, that's my general feeling. Um, it's a beautiful game. It's so beautiful. It's so much fun. It's so open. You can do anything. It's GTA if GTA was a Legend of Zelda game. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, it is. I would love. Including if you have the DLC, you can have a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. I, I, there's so, I've played a significant amount of GTA RP. So there's a lot of random games where I'm like, if this, if there's an RP scene for this of like online, that would be dope. It would be so much fun to just pretend to be like a high rule citizen or like just be like maybe like a hunter in Hyrule, but like yeah. with like an online server with a bunch of different people. I think that would be very fun. Um, I would, oh fuck, I'd love that. But this is our solidified list. So at the bottom, we only got two in D, which is Seasons and Ages, so you can count them as one. And then going up from there, we got Legend of Zelda 2. Then Triforce Heroes. At the bottom of B, we got the f- Four Swords. Then go Spirits Track, Skyward Sword. Top of B is o- Ocarina of Time, which might some people might kill us for that, but that's okay. You know what? If you want to kill us for that, you're wrong. You're, uh, it's your fault. Uh, now, bottom of A, we got Link's Awakening going up. Phantom Hourglass, Majora's, First, the original Legends of Zelda, and above that is Minish Cap and A Link Between Worlds. And we, I don't know why I'm saying all this, but we're doing it anyway. Now we only have four and S, and that's Link to the Past, Wind Waker, second, second best in our opinion, Breath of the Wild, first best ever in our opinion, and our opinion is law. Go to jail if you disagree with us. Twilight Princess is the best Zelda game of all time. Top of S tier. Thank you to the one and only Reverend Horton Heat for uh, letting us use their song Psycho Billy Freak Out as our opening and closing music. I'd put that song in S tier. <laughs> I would put that song. You know what? That song is S tier. Uh, the uh, Their ability to blend the... Uh, psycho rock genre with rockabilly genre of the 60s with also a fair amount of feel from like rage against the machine style guitar work is uh brilliant it's incredible uh, incredible if you want to follow the podcast you can do that at junk house on twitter but the o is a zero also, if you want to send us an email, you can do that over at drunkhousemailbox at gmail.com. Please leave a review. Yeah, review uh, us or on leave a thumbs up and review Spotify. us on iTunes. Leave a thumbs up, thumbs down on Spotify. Uh, if you want to leave a review, but you only listen on Spotify, email us your review. We'll read those out loud because that's a, always a nice thing. Yeah, they have uh, review unless stuff it's on. really bad. They have you can oh, you can do? give us stars on Spotify. I'm not sure if you can write a review, but uh, okay. Well, you know what? Do what you can on whatever app you're using. Yeah, and just like just like we, we say, say every, every week. week I'm going to go get Chinese food. Do you want any 
Oh, I, I need some general. I need some general sows. I need a chicken okay. egg roll and I need some fried rice. That's all. That's what I need right now, there, baby. All right. Okay. Okay. Rangoons. You want some rangoons? Now nah, fuck rangoons. Fuck you if you fuck rangoons. <laughs> <laughs>